What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of God With Us Podcast. My name is Nicholas. I'm Deja. And here on this platform, we have conversations that are centered in Christ to bring about better knowledge, revelation, and understanding to all who listen. So thank you guys for joining us for another episode, and we're excited. It's been a few weeks, yes. but um, we're going to jump right in. This episode is going to be about deliverance. Yes. Um, so what deliverance is, what deliverance is not and share a little bit about our testimony and mm-hmm. our experience of what God has done in our lives and how he's uh, set, us, set free. us free. Yeah, mm-hmm. And yeah, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Yeah, so you want to start us off with what is deliverance for someone who's listening and they just don't know? Okay, so deliverance is the casting out of demons mm-hmm. out of an individual in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you look all throughout the new testament you'll see that jesus's ministry was not just preaching and healing the sick but a lot of it had to do with deliverance yeah he mm -hmm. was casting out demons he was uh setting people that were oppressed by spirits spiritual beings yeah he was setting them free and you know the thing that's jumped out to me in the recent uh past and our experience is just how much spiritual warfare is prevalent more so yeah, than then, what we see yeah you know a lot of the times like when jesus uh saw the lady that was hunched over she had an ailment mm-hmm. everybody thought she was just a hunchback she was sick <laughs> yeah but, but jesus sees her but sees the spirit oppressing mm-hmm. her and he cast that demon out of her yeah and she can stand up straight yep. and so um a lot of my walk was before i understood about deliverance was i didn't understand spiritual warfare yeah um but it is casting out demons and if you see in the New Testament, you'll also see it wasn't just Jesus doing it. It was his disciples doing it. Yeah. It was people that weren't even his disciple group. Yeah. Um, he I called remember, them to go and do that. Yeah. He yeah. appointed his apostles and told them to go heal the sick. Yeah. Go to heal the cast sick. out demons, to mm-hmm. go preach the gospel. Yeah. Um, and there were people that didn't even follow Jesus. And remember, his disciples was like, Lord, is somebody casting out demons in yeah, your name? Uh-huh. He's not with us. Yeah. And Jesus was like, don't tell him to stop. Yeah. Uh which just highlights to you that it wasn't just Jesus, but it's the name of Jesus. Yeah. Like Jesus' disciples were the like, power in his name. Yeah. Lord, the demons tremble in your name. Yeah. And so um, what a lot of us don't realize is that we are afflicted. We are oppressed from demonic oppression and these spirits that roam through the earth and they wreak havoc on us, mostly on our ignorance. Yeah. You know, because you don't know what you're up against, you don't know how to fight, you don't know you're in bondage. A lot of us think that we are the way that we are just because it's how we were raised yeah, or our normal. life experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, like for me, the biggest thing I was afflicted by was just growing up like pornography, mm-hmm. lust, thinking it was Yeah, just normal. like a man thing. Not understanding yeah. it was abnormal. But, you know, yeah. growing up as a man, you, you know... People tell you you should have sex with a lot of girls and you mm-hmm. should uh, masturbate and watch porn. And it was cool. And, yeah. you know, that's something that we do. But not realizing it wasn't until I got older. That I, was, I was realizing, like, I can't stop. Mm. I don't want to I don't want to be promiscuous. I don't want to watch porn anymore. I, mm. I feel disgusting when I do it, but I can't stop. Yeah. And so a lot of us are dealing with things that in our lives that we want to change, but we can't. Yeah. And not everything is a demon. No, right. But I think like Jesus, we should look at the spiritual side first instead of the yeah. uh, fleshly side. 
And so deliverance is the casting out of demons and setting people free. And um, God has given us all who believe the power to do so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forget what verse it is. It says, yeah, yeah, look look it up. These signs will follow those that believe. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new tongues. They will lay hands on the sick. They will pick up snakes and not be harmed. Um, What verse is it? It's Mark 16. And in 17 through 18, these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They'll be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. Yes. So all who believe, he wasn't just saying only his disciples, only those people at the time, all who believe, including us. And so he has actually called us and his disciples, which is still us to this day to do all of those things and so um and it's so crazy because before i knew about deliverance when i read when i used to read the new testament and you would see jesus cast out the demons mm-hmm. I, I don't know i guess i just brushed over it because it just didn't seem real like yeah and then jesus told the demons to be quiet or if you look in acts they were doing a deliverance remember um they tried to impose and basically like they were like, come out in the name of the man that Paul believes in. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then the demon was like, I know Paul. But you, I know Jesus, yeah, but I don't, I don't know, know who you are. Yeah. And then it jumps on them. They were doing a deliverance. Yeah, they were, right. And it was like, first of all, these demons are talking. Mm-hmm. They have thoughts. They have behaviors. Yeah. They're in people. And then we, we see it and it's kind of like you can dismiss it because it feels almost like imaginary yeah uh, until you go through it yeah i think for me i was about to say i think really for me like it's not that i didn't believe or didn't understand i mean didn't know no no no, i didn't know of course i didn't know it's not that i didn't believe because as soon as i first like heard about it oh i believed like and then it just hits different when it happens to you or it happens in front of you and um and if you believe the bible and you believe that jesus was doing it and you see it and then it happens to you and you're going through your own deliverance you're like this is really real Mm -hmm. and i think another thing is is like we kind of i have had this point of view of reading the bible is that it's so old and that's what was going on then but that's not what's applying and happening right now but the bible is everything excuse me Everything in the Bible is relevant to this day. Like, Mm -hmm. just because it's 2,000, 3,000, however many years old, I think it's like 2,000 years old, doesn't mean that it's back then. And I had that mindset a a lot. But now that my mindset has changed, everything applies to me today. From Genesis to Revelation, it applies to my life, to what's going on. Which is why it's there. Yeah, right. I I don't know where it is. It's real. The, the understanding has come where we think the Bible only applies from the New Testament. Yeah. But now, God there's gave some us th- all yeah. the, the scripture for a reason. Right. Now, there's some things in the Bible that, you know, we don't necessarily do, like the customs and the way of life. Of course, that's totally different. We don't live like how the Israelites lived anymore. We definitely live in the New Covenant. And so you got to, you know, use your discernment. But the things that God was saying and doing and his characters and who he was and with his children then mm-hmm. it's how he is now 
and you can see that in the new testament as well but that's how he is now and that's what the word says you know he's the same yesterday today and tomorrow like he doesn't change and so that's another thing like you know it just came to came alive to me when i started to see the supernatural the the realm that you can't see with my own two eyes and so that's when it it became real to me yeah but yeah so it first started with it first started in 2020 so when i first experienced god's supernatural power and experienced the deliverance uh my own testimony was like um i was in new york i was in college playing basketball and she was back at home mm-hmm. with our daughter i didn't even know about any of this i didn't either um <laughs> i, 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 I had reached a point where I, I had been i had been addicted to pornography since i was 11. i'm 24 at this time so this was 14 years almost half my life i'm, I'm addicted i'm ready to be done like crying myself to sleep because i can't stop but I want to stop. For the first time, I'm like, I really want to be done and get mm-hmm. close with God. And it, it just led me down a depressive state because it was like, man, mm. it seemed like I can't get right. I can't do. I can't change. I'm going to be stuck like this for life. And But then I got so desperate, I was just like, listen, Lord. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. But that just makes me think, like, sometimes God will take you through something. Just it, it probably felt really drastic for you. Like, man, God, where are you at? Why am I going Bro. through this? But he's using that. Yeah, he's Sorry using that so he can um, bring you closer to him. Now you see how much you were dependent on him, and that's what you he wanted in order to Sorry, set yeah. me free. Sorry, yeah, I had to nah, say that. But that was a good point, and and mm-hmm. that is another thing that God does. He'll let you get broken and mm-hmm. and feel that depression and that heaviness because it's really supposed to lead you back to yeah, him, yeah, yeah. so he can reveal himself to you. Yeah, uh, that's your testimony. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah. So, man, I was in college. Um, I'm hooping and I'm just depressed and it got so bad. It was just this heaviness on me. I said, I'm not going to school no more. I'm going to go to practice. I'm going to get food. I'm going to come back home. That was my routine. I didn't talk to nobody after practice. Just went home, prayed, slept, read my Bible and just was crying out to the Lord. And this is when he introduced to me the importance of fasting and praying because mm-hmm. it got so bad where I was like, I'm not eating until you do something like I'm not going to eat until you moving my life like i don't want to be this person anymore yeah and i had this prayer journal and i remember just writing you know how i would feel i used to write every day i'm not addicted to pornography i'm not Aww. addicted to pornography and i got to like day 60 Ooh, and i was like and i'm just trying to do affirmations like i'm trying to change still was slipping up though and then um i remember writing a guy and i knew nothing about demons i knew mm-hmm. nothing about uh deliverance so this was the holy spirit i believe and it was like i was like lord i really believe there is a sexual demon on me like i don't want to do this stuff Mm -hmm. sometimes i can't sleep sometimes i can't think anymore like i gotta get up and do this i have this urge yeah that's uncontrollable and then i was just like lord you have to free me from this and then so i said i wasn't gonna eat i did like three days that's still good fast i did like three days and you didn't eat at all, or you just no. Nah, I didn't eat. Like, I not end up eating because I had a game. Oh, okay. I had a game like the night I like snacked on some stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't eat for like three days, and then it was just this one day I got home from practice, and I just was like, I hit my knees, and I was just crying and uncontrollably. And this is the first time I ever spoke in tongues. Never wanted to. Never had the urge to. 
I didn't even know what I was doing, but I couldn't control my tongue and I was speaking in tongues and just crying out to God. And I literally felt a physical presence like lifted off of my back. It was almost like something was on my back like this, hugging me down. And I could feel this, this release of something that was just on me supernaturally. And it was almost like a, a, a plug just went off. Like mm -hmm. I had no sexual desire for any pornography. Now, at the time, I thought I was completely free in my ignorance. I thought it was that simple. Mm -hmm. But like I went three or four months without even looking at porn, uh, masturbating, even having the urge, which yeah. was abnormal because since 11, I've always wanted to do this two yeah. times, even three times a day, yeah. like uncontrollably. And then it was just completely like, I don't feel this anymore, which showed me like, okay, this is real. Yeah, God just did a deliverance real. on yeah. me. Nobody laid hands on me. Nobody yeah. prayed for me. This is literally a fast and a prayer towards God, to God, and which highlighted to me, what's the scripture? Um, only these can, these kind can only be come out by fasting yeah, and praying. Mm -hmm. These kind can only come out by fasting and praying, which just showed that that's real. Like yeah. I didn't even know I was fasting. I just was like yeah. desperate. But yeah, so that's how that got highlighted to me which kind of started us on this journey. Yeah. And then so for me, it just became, mine is kind of similar now that you know, you kind of said it in a different way. Um, it just became a desire of not wanting to be who I was, not wanting to live the way that I was living. I just wanted to change. But what happened for me is that I just would come to a struggle. Like, you know, we all like having control of our lives. You can control things and you know some things you can't control but like this was something like okay i'm ready to change and i can't change mm -hmm. no matter how much i try no matter how much i pray no how many um how much i look into it you know what i'm trying to say like yeah. you know when you're like okay i want to change from let me just make up something being depressed and you you know i think i even did therapy remember mm -hmm. i did like i i was going all that out nothing. no it didn't <laughs> not to be mean some therapy is beneficial i feel like after deliverance it is but yeah i was just doing all these things to break free from my old life and my own self and i could feel myself wanting and desiring something just different and not who i was and um i was dealing with anger a lot so one day i got like super angry I just had a bad day, went to the bathtub, and um, I wasn't necessarily talking to God, but I just was like, man, I know I have a demon, and it was just a, it was just a thought, and I know it was the Holy Spirit, and um, I get on my phone, and I'm looking, I just, I don't know what I necessarily looked at, but I still have the website saved in like my bookmarks or whatever, mm -hmm. and um yeah, I just start reading. I get to this really good article, and I'm glad it was a good article. It wasn't nothing, you know, yeah. no extra. So I don't recommend it unless it's like, you know, you test it, but test the spirit behind it. But this was a really good article, and he just uh, talked about, uh, you know, how ways to tell that you might have a demon, how you can open the door to having demons, how they can't even come in and oppress you. And then he had some prayers and I just, I was just going through the prayers. And it just, at that point I was just like, I, you know, I know this thing is there. 
I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the magnitude. I didn't understand what it looked like. I really thought it was just like super invisible. And um, I didn't know that you could deal with it one-on-one. But I just mm-hmm. was saying these prayers. Like, you know, you're going to have to come out of me. And then from there, like, uh, God was hearing us. Because, you know, we were just desiring. We were Our prayers started to change. Like, we, wanted to, we were praying that we wanted to break generational curses. We stopped praying for stuff. And start praying, praying for, for his it. will. Yeah, we start. Like, Lord, yeah. we want to mm-hmm. know you. Mm-hmm. Forget what it is. We want to know our calling. We want. Yes. We want to see this. Like, yeah. we want to be set free. We want to do what you want us to do. And mm-hmm. that was a significant shift. Yeah. It used to be, Lord, help me get this. Or, or help, help me. me get out of this. And yeah. get me through this. But, yeah. And not, nothing's wrong with that. Because sometimes, you know, we really need his strength to get through certain, um, you know, situations and seasons. And sometimes, you know. I feel like it's okay to pray for some things, you know, but when we start praying for his will to be done in our life and we really started to desire the things of him, he started to move speedily. Mm -hmm. And so um, I remember I have that in my phone. I think that was like around February of 2021, I believe, Um, whatever year it was, but a few years ago. And um, then a few months later, you talk to your brother during mm-hmm. his birthday and um his brother ends up finding the de- a deliverance map and this deliverance map was you know created by isaiah salvador he is a deliverance minister slash preacher uh he's really a, an evangelist but he um does a lot of deliverance and you know he got really big on youtube for it but he also created a deliverance map and so how it works is that you know a bunch of deliverance uh, ministers and people aren't just solely deliverance ministers you know some people are just you know they're prophets they're regular people they're uh preachers they're whoever but they operate in deliverance and they you know use that use what god told them to do (laughs) anyways so anyways yeah uh we we're like okay yeah we gotta we so we looked up the map yeah, we and it shows you like where specific churches, yeah, churches are, are and, yeah. and pastors are that do deliverance. And so we find one. We we're in Indiana at the time and it's literally one that's five minutes, minutes from, from our house. house. Yeah. And we were looking for a church at the time. Oh, yeah. We, we were, were praying, praying about like, that. Lord, help us find a church. Mm-hmm. And so when I was talking to my brother and, you know, we he had talked to me about deliverance. But based off what I had experienced and she had experienced, it was a no brainer. Like the next step was, yeah, we were like, well. The Bible says it's real. We've experienced what we've experienced. Let's go get set free because mm-hmm. for sure we most likely have some demons. Yeah, God was so let's already. Just see, let's just see what's in there. Yeah, God was That's already God was already kind of like revealing, uh, giving us the breadcrumbs. Like, yeah. So we weren't, it was nothing we, we were skeptical in, yeah, about. Uh-huh. And then it was like to be five minutes away and we were looking for a church. Yeah. And we yeah. had just moved into this apartment complex too. So it was, it was almost like that's how God was speaking to us. Yeah. Like, I, w- I need y'all to be here. And so mm-hmm. I reached out to the pastor and, you know, sent him my information. And, and, you know, there's a sign up and registration thing. And it was crazy because I reached out to him the first time I emailed him. And remember, it, it was like four or five days oh, went yeah, past. Oh, yeah, didn't go through. And I reached back out to him like, hey, um, I sent you this message. Haven't heard back. And he was yeah, like, he I never got your message. Up. Yeah. And I was like, dang. Oh, then I knew. I was like, okay, so the devil was working. So yeah. Because I sent that message. I know it was delivered. 
Yeah. I know I sent it to the right address. And, yeah, um, email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, email address. And it was like, okay, what's going on? Why Why don't you want me to get the deliverance? Mm-hmm. Feeling like yeah, the, you started. we started feeling the tension and just the weird things that were going on. Now we're starting to yeah. get our feet wet in uh, warfare. Like yeah. getting... We're starting to, okay, see that the enemy is working against yeah, us. And he this was is not about, happy about it. Yeah. That. Uh-huh. And so um, I signed up for the deliverance. And then we have to wait like two, maybe two and a half weeks, um, you know, just because he wasn't available. Yeah. Uh, but we're still going to church at this time. And so mm-hmm. God is just slowly just dropping the breadcrumbs to, you know, the spiritual realm and, you know, demonic oppression. I remember we were driving downtown past this coffee shop. And it was like a Wednesday. And his coffee shop was called Leviathan, and it had the whole, like the whole wall of the coffee sh- coffee shop had Leviathan really written big. on it. And um, if you haven't heard of the Le- Leviathan spirit, look it up. Um, but we were learning about this, like yeah, seeing it on YouTube uh, and stuff. So we it was like, we was like oh, this is Leviathan. Yeah. So tell me why church is on Saturday. This is like a Wednesday, so we get to church Saturday, <laughs> and we see this this kid. He's like seventeen. Um, regular kid he was just in the whole service he was with his mom he was just chewing his gum like he was pretty red too he was and he manifesting. just knew something was off now we had never seen demons like on and popping yeah, like this like in when action I, when i had my experience in my room i didn't hear anything speak yeah you just kind of talk felt, i just yeah. felt this just i felt a presence lift off yeah. this is the first time i'm hearing a demon speak and so uh you know he has the altar call at the end and yeah. the, the boy goes up there Long story short, maybe not even two minutes later, people walking out the church. You know how people leaving, like, mm-hmm. oh, goodbye, see you next week. You just hear him yelling, and he's uh, manifesting. manifesting uh, the spirit church. of Leviathan comes out. Um, Jezebel comes out, and then it was so crazy because this is a boy, 17-year-old boy, uh-huh. and a woman's voice came up out of him, and you heard Jezebel screaming and begging for mercy and saying no and Leave me alone and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, why she was there and, and stuff. Uh-huh. It was like, it, it was just like, you can't Whoa. make this stuff up. Like, <laughs> we went home so shook. <laughs> we was like, bro, like. I can't nothing, lie. And we, and we believed, like, we weren't skeptical about this being real. It was When you see it. It's a different thing. It changes your mindset. Your of, eyes start to open up. Like, I'm, like a woman's voice came out of, picture me and then picture a woman's voice mm-hmm. coming out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, high-pitched. Don't even match what he looks like. And it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, God was just introducing us like this is real, which made us even more, you know, anxious and eager to like, all right. OK, let's, you know, yeah. let's get set free. Let's do this. And so mm-hmm. um, it was so interesting. Our process, you know, like so we had to wait like two weeks and then. Yeah, you were um, scheduled for your deliverance first. Like up leading up to that, leading up to that point, we had a lot of friction. Yeah, you know, we, we start arguing over no re- for no reason. Stop talking to each um, other. We had this one argument over a changed diaper, and we literally, <laughs> I don't know, she was changing the. Di- I think I was changing the diaper, and she said she asked me something, and something just in me just snapped, and we didn't talk for two days straight. Mm. Like, and we got two kids, so we just walking around the house doing parent stuff. Nobody's talking for two days, and then I'm. And then I'm like, looking back, I'm like, okay, that's all spiritual. Mm-hmm. Like something was working and us, putting us at odds, you know, to 
disrupt what we were trying to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And so um, I ended up getting my deliverance and uh, didn't know what to expect. I remember going and just feeling nervous, like, man, I hope I don't faint or I don't throw up or hit nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't know what to expect, yeah. but I know. was nervous for you too. Like, man, what's going on? Do you need me to remember? I was yeah. like, you need me to drop you off and pick you yeah. up. That I was, was like, funny. Nah, I just wanted to go do this by myself. Uh-huh. And then, so, you know, I go to the church and, you know, the pastor and his team were really supportive and it wasn't weird or anything. You know, we prayed and, you know, we sat down and, um, he it was like, close your eyes, relax. And he was like, I command anything, um, that is not. Uh, I forget what he said verbatim, but basically anything that is not of God to come up and speak to me now in Jesus name. And, you know, we kind of sat there. I'm sitting there like this for maybe four to five minutes. And I'm not thinking that this is fake or anything. I'm just like, man, all right. If if this is real, I got something. Yeah. Like something should be happening. Right. And then (laughs) it was so crazy because the pastor was like talking to his assistant like, you know, the ones that have been there a long time, they try to play. They try to hide for a little uh-huh. bit, but it's on its way. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> like all, right, all right, okay. And I'm just sitting there, and then I feel that first little that first little twitch, and I'm like, okay, y'all was weird, but that, you know. And then it, it turns into this. My body's contorting, and mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, this is not me. And that would be what and, a manifestation is. Yeah, yeah. And, when they start showing themselves. If you ever seen Get Out or understand what the sunken place is, that's literally what it oh, is. It yeah. was like I was in my body, but something was was controlling my body. I could still hear, see, smell, and talk. But when this demon wanted to talk, it got like access to talk mm-hmm. over me. I still could think, but I still was having thoughts that weren't mine also. And it was just crazy. It was like being in a car but not steering or pressing the gas you just riding yeah in your own body and i never felt like this before and so man i'm i'm in there it was like a three and a half four hour deliverance man i'm crawling on the floor i'm choking myself um it got so bad i was literally picking my legs up like this and moving them towards the door and like trying to run away from the pastor crawling on the ground this demon was begging for mercy talking about he's mine i'm not letting him go and i'm in my mind i'm like this this is crazy Mm -hmm. like i'm in the sunken place like i can't believe he's speaking and so you know the things that were dealt with was the spirit of fear the spirit of death spirit of witchcraft and um you know i thank god that i was able to witness it and i didn't faint or black out a lot of people do and don't remember yeah don't Uh, but i really got to see the power of God and the enemy. And it was fascinating because when you read the Bible, I'm telling you, when you read the Bible and Jesus is like, yeah, I've given you authority over, you know, snakes, scorpions, and all power of the enemy. It's easy to brush that off. It's easy to brush off when Jesus' disciples came back, like, Lord, even the demons tremble in your name. It's easy to, if you've never seen it, it's easy to be like, yeah, okay. When I tell you this demon, powerful as it is, Talking about he's mine when the pastor said, come yeah, out in Jesus, Jesus name, name. Mm. and they start begging for mercy and they start pleading and they start like, don't being hopeless me my and they, they're crying out and you, that toughness that they start with, it starts depleting, it starts depleting. Yeah. And I even heard the pastor like, he's getting tired, he's getting weak. 
and start telling this demon to leave and then this demon leaves and not because the pastor was anointed not because the pastor was supernatural or mm -hmm. get more gifted than anybody because he said one name yeah jesus jesus mm -hmm. not muhammad not buddha not anybody else it's the name of jesus these demons were there and they only responded to one name they didn't yeah. respond to an anointing or anything they responded to jesus yeah. you have to come out in jesus yeah, name. That's that name that his blood breaks yokes and frees people and i got to witness it and then it was also fascinating to see like bro i'm not no murderer i'm not no pedophile i'm not no thief i'm a i was a christian mm -hmm. i gave my life to christ i've been baptized how is witchcraft the spirit of death, the spirit of fear oppressing me. How do I have demons talking inside of me? And I, you know, I go to church. Yeah, I, I read my person. Bible. I'm not a bad yeah. person. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of Christians think that because they have given their life to Christ, they cannot be oppressed by a yeah. demon, which is another conversation we can start after this. But, um, you know, I was set free from those things. Um, it, it highlighted the importance of, you know, just God's power and when it came to the witchcraft the, the demon confessed where it came from and it was actually an attachment from another person that I know and, and was close with mm -hmm. and so um, you know that was the hardest thing to get out and I, this demon would not surrender and not leave and so the pastor walks me through a forgiveness prayer and in my mind before he even walked me through it the Holy Spirit was just putting on my mind like forgive 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 um, but when I when I tried to say the F word, I tried to say I forgive this person. I'm literally not able. I can't. I wanna. I'm in the sunken place. I'm trying to speak and I can't say that. Like I'm literally like, and then I start choking myself. I'm rolling on the ground. They like get off of him. Get off of him. And then like <laughs> I'm Sorry, like, bro, funny. this is crazy. I just want to say I forgive. And in my heart, I did, but. It's yeah. something about confessing it. You got to use words. And so when I was trying to confess it and it, it would not stop, which showed me the importance of forgiveness. When you choose to forgive, it breaks yokes yes. and bondage. And it when you choose you not yeah. to forgive, that's a legal access for a demon to stay. And so, yes, it is. Um, or to come in. When I finally said the F word, I said I forgive. Like I felt this release and I let out the biggest scream I ever screamed in my life. And then I felt free and I felt this demon go. And then I just sat like with my hands in my face and I just cried for like five minutes straight. Yeah. And like just was in awe of, bro, what did I just went through. What did through? you just went through? And then all I could feel was God's love and peace. Like, mm -hmm. man, he really loves me that he would do this for me. Yeah. And I didn't even care about the demons. I was just in awe of his power. And so, um, yeah, I know that was kind of long, but yeah. Um, mm -mm. yeah, that was my experience. And then somebody needs to hear, you know, when I was on my way home, I was, you know, cause she was waiting for me at home. Yeah, I was ready. I'm like, I was like, man, she ain't going to believe this. Happened. And then I felt the Holy Spirit was like, you know, don't even share with your wife. Don't share with your wife, you know, keep it between us and you know what happened happened mm -hmm. she doesn't need to know right now i was a and little upset at first but then i was like you was know like, what i can't battle with god so i let it honestly let it go 
And like you even left the house when you like would talk. You would. I know you told Chris about it. Yeah. You left the house. I was upset because I wanted to hear. I know. But yeah. I remember. That. But the the cool thing is that God was working with me as well because I think He really wanted to confirm with us about what had happened because, mm-hmm. you know, it was someone close to us, and I just think He wanted he, even till this day He just makes it. Now that I'm just thinking about it, this is. We never talked about this before, but I think he want, wanted to do that to show us, like, hey, I'm not playing about this. I think so, too. And he still be doing stuff like that. Because it was like day. a week later. I, she don't know what happened. Yeah. So now that he had his deliverance, I'm interested in my deliverance and we're trying to schedule it. But, you know, this pastor, he's also a pastor. So he doesn't just do deliverance just strictly all for his ministry he is you know preaching he has a family and so you know you have to schedule it with him and so he was pretty booked up but for a particular day the whole church was doing a mass deliverance and so you will go up to the altar if you want deliverance and everybody throughout the church um as the as the what are they called like the staff members were going around casting out demons and doing deliverance on people and so, uh, yeah, I remember that day like yesterday. This was, you know, my deliverance. Mine looks a lot different from yours. But I just remember going, feeling super nervous that day. I knew something was there. But then there was like that week of, I was like, remember, do you remember? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, if there's, I don't think there's nothing there. Whatever it was, trying to like get me not to go. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, I get there, you know, um, they do a lot of preaching and teaching us about, you know, just deliverance, the power of it and being set free and all these things. And then, you know, we go up to the altar and I heard the Holy Spirit say, you know, you're going first. And I'm like, OK, you're going to tell them what you heard. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I was nervous. I was hearing a lot of ungodly stuff and things that make me uncomfortable. And I knew that the demon was speaking to me. And um, so I did go first. I went up straight up first and my deliverance was first and uh i just remember you know him praying for me anointing me with oil and breaking off uh, every generational curse um nothing really manifested because he's like you know come up and face me whoever what it what is it and nothing really was there but i think with me and even now with me um i was doing a lot of prayers so it's kind of like, you know, I was already tugging at it, tugging at it. And then now with his knowledge and, you know, the authority that he knows how to use, it just came up and I it screamed really loud and came out. And I could feel when I was finally set free because I just let out this big scream. And all I could do is just fall face first and just thank Jesus. And I was just crying and bawling my eyes out like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And like there was nothing else that could come to my mind but that. And Mm so I got to feel his freedom in my life and feel the power. The same thing, you you know, you felt like, oh, he loves me and he's real and he's here to destroy the works of the enemy. And he did die on the cross to set us free. Now, it looks different how a lot of people make it seem, but you have we have freedom in his name. And so. That was the start of my deliverance uh, process. And so right after that, we upped and moved. I didn't get to have like a one-on-one deliverance like I I liked and like I thought I needed, which 
end up being true. I did, and I am still in a um, like a deliverance process. But um, we end up moving and just kind of going through another season. But uh, yeah, so that's how it started off with me, and then mm-hmm. so now, uh, what was that? Two years ago? Yeah, that was two years ago. But um, that same deliverance now. Now that we live in Texas, we live in the Dallas area. Uh, I, I'm just going through like the, some of the same things and, um, I went back to that deliverance map, trying to find someone in the area and even like an hour away, I don't mind driving, but like who has done deliverance for a while. And, uh, you know, now that I've gained a lot of knowledge, I'm using my discernment. Okay. You know, trying to judge by the fruit and just literally let the Holy spirit lead me. I have not felt comfortable. Even when we first got here, I was looking. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but I just haven't felt comfortable with anybody in the area. That's not to say that you or anybody who is looking or around the area might not find somebody. But just for me, I didn't feel comfortable. And so I finally just came to terms like, okay, I'm going to reach back out to Ty. This is Pastor Ty. He's back in Indiana. Well, Carmel, Indiana. And um, we've been doing some deliverance uh, sessions through Zoom. And so for me, seeing the demons talk and hearing them, because, you know, I've recorded some of my stuff and hearing what, you know, what's there, it's still like, it's like a a reboost of like, okay, this is not a game. Because, you know, after you have your deliverance, and it's just like any event or anything that's happened, you kind of forget. And sometimes the world just comes and takes over and mm-hmm. you can get really really realistic. But this this thing is really real. The battle is really re- real. And we are fighting against what is the scripture against rulers. And I think I wrote it down. We're not, we don't. Yeah. Have flesh and blood. That's why Ephesians 6, 11, 12 says put on. All of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And so it's just a a reminder. It has been a reminder for me that we are in a battle. Like, you got to stay armed up. You got to stay in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And you just got to really be walking with him. But... For me, I know you kind of mentioned what has come out of you. Um, I know I was dealing with rage. And so that was a curse that was that had came through from, you know, my bloodline. And um, so that I felt that lift off of me. Felt like when some when that was coming out, I felt like it was just so much pain in my neck. Mm. Oh, my gosh, it hurt so bad. But when it left, it was just gone. I felt like the tension. But then it just makes so much sense because when you feel with anger and rage, you get tense. Yeah. And it was just like, I think that's where it was sitting. It's just like, and it's gone. And I can definitely tell the difference now that it's gone. And then so another thing that we have, you know, kind of been struggling with, like, you know, when somebody close to you has done something to you and, you know, God, he's not down here to talk to us. He does different things like, you know, not tell you. He tells you not to tell me about your deliverance. And then a week later, I go and get my deliverance. And I and the Holy Spirit tells me what happened in your deliverance. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't get to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's what happened. Once I had my deliverance, I knew exactly what happened in his deliverance. Not every detail, but I got this one specific detail. And when we got back to the house, I was like, I, I mumbled it to myself. And then he walked back in the room and was like, how do you know? And I was like, God told me. And so you can't make those things up. And so like, that. that's literally God confirming. And so, but even then, you know, we've still struggled and have doubts. I'm like, you know, are we being this? Are we walking in unforgiveness? Because it was a, it was someone close to us. And so you, you got to. I think we're just human and you just like you want to think the best you don't want to think yeah that type of you know stuff will happen but but we've learned you know, so much and we've learned how witchcraft works and yeah. we've learned that you know people people do this all the time they place curses on you they man they a lot of people don't necessarily love and like you like they do or they hate <clears throat> on you in your life and so instead of them killing you they can kill you and attack you spiritually and they'll they'll be able to succeed especially if you don't have the knowledge especially if you're not walking with god and especially if you're living a life of sin and so because you know you just open your um life up to the enemy also what i've understood about uh demonic oppression and curses and things like that is a lot of things um, as far as demonic oppression come about because of bloodline curses. Like yeah, uh-huh. you weren't even here, but your ancestors yeah. before you got into some stuff they shouldn't have been into. Yeah, they weren't walking. Whether it be God. witchcraft yeah, uh-huh. or voodoo or you know idol worship or just uh, completely rejected God. Yeah, th- there are consequences that come yeah. for that, and mm-hmm. so you, you most likely are probably have been born into something you had no idea, and you can be attached to a spirit that's evil. Um, to harm and hinder your life for example Mm -hmm. if if your parents or your grandparents had a lust issue and you're born into that and they never broke that they never worked it and they're still doing it Mm -hmm. you have been born into lust there's a spirit of lust that's already Mm -hmm. attached to you it's in your bloodline now when the enemy chooses to kick it into action it varies it might be while you're three it might be when you're 13 but like when you first come. get married if yeah. you're lying if you come from a family of liars you even see it in abraham's life abraham mm-hmm. was a liar yeah abraham lied and said sarah is not my wife that's my sister yeah then isaac did the same thing had yeah. no idea abraham even did that mm-hmm. did the same thing he lied about his wife being his sister mm-hmm. and then you see isaac's sons you see jacob was a liar mm-hmm. and then you see jacob's sons we're liars they lied about killing joseph and you see this is a lying spirit this is not normal and so yeah uh, the thing that the enemy has taken advantage of believers is that we're ignorant and so it reminds me of hosea 4 6 my people are led astray because they lack the knowledge it's like i i found that a lot of people it's not that they don't believe. A lot of them don't want to believe. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have pride or, yeah. you know, feel like they, they, they're they deep in their walk and that they can't be afflicted. But, yeah. you know, um, I never wanted to be that person of like, I know it all. Yeah, and me so either. I, I'm so glad we were childlike and we trusted yeah. God because we got to see his power. And yeah. it's one thing to be set free, but it, I, I can't stress enough. Like when you see that demons manifest and come out in the name of Jesus that means that that book is real like the <laughs> bible is real it's mm-hmm. not making this stuff up like this was really going on and so it just boosts my faith to like okay if that's real then everything else is real yeah and then um 
keeps me on my toes as far as just living life. You know, you can't do anything you want. You can't go anywhere you want. You can't be around anyone you want. Yeah. And you have an enemy that is nonstop trying to afflict you. Yeah, he wants you to he wants to keep you away from God as possible or make okay, like us for example, we believe we know this is real. He's going to toy with your mind and just try to make your walk with God as hard as possible. Yeah. But back to you know what I was saying, um yes, I was dealing with the rage and then it came up about in my deliverance and I never would have thought but like it came about in my deliverance and there was a curse on our marriage. There was a curse on me, placed on me, and just like my life and my family, through what has happened to him as well. So it was a witchcraft curse. Whatever had happened, maybe a um, I know a witch was involved. So you know it could look like, hey, I don't I don't like this person. Can you do this? And you know it's it's very so much when you go to a witch. Or, uh, yeah, you go to a witch and you ask them to do something or you're praying against somebody. And so, mm-hmm. bottom line, it was a curse. And it's just like, it's crazy how God still has, you know, confirmed with us even when we are like, Lord, you know, we pray and we're like, God, just are we show tripping? us. Are like, we tripping? Are we making it? Because sometimes it's, it's so real that it's like, is this real? But I'm trying to tell you. But he confirms with us. And so, like, that's another thing, like. I never, I thought that, that voodoo and all that other stuff was like that witchcraft stuff was over in Africa. You never thought it would be done, number one, done to you or just done in locally. Yeah. Now that we have, you know, learned so much about evilness and wickedness, not because we're obsessed with it, but because we need to know, we know that, I mean, there's witches in the church operating right now probably in your church just a witch praying against the church and um we just learned about you know demonic agents and so that would be human agents but doing the will of satan Mm -hmm. and that's real here right here in america probably more real than it is if you did go to africa probably just as real and so we've learned that and we've learned our discernment god has you know um given us dreams and shown us how to like you know pray against stuff that is being done to us that you know we can't see you're not around everybody you don't know everybody's secrets but Mm -hmm. he will reveal to you the evil things that are being done and said about you and you can pray against it and so he's given us a lot of he's given us authority and he's and he'll show you because he loves you so much that even that is a form of deliverance Mm -hmm. okay i just had this dream God, what's the stream about? Oh, this is what's happening? Okay, so I need to start praying against this and fasting. That is a form of deliverance because you're being set free from whatever is being done against you. Yeah. And because another thing is that the enemy is constantly and he's always working. And so with that curse, um, the person that, the, the principality that was in charge of it was Jezebel. And so the spirit of Jezebel was working through me to break whatever was the assignment off of me. And so, um, yeah, I'm still going through a process of deliverance. You know, it's like, you know, like we were saying, he's busy. You don't, it's not just a every single day type of thing. And also I didn't get like a long deliverance. And so that's my process. And so keep me in your prayers. 
so we can be done with this. But I'm definitely, you know, fasting and praying and doing my part. Mm -hmm. And so that's all you can do. And that's all I can do is believe and do my part. And, and it's different for everybody. Yeah, it's different for everybody. It's not a one. It's not just a snap of your finger. Yes. Like come out. Yes. Um, you know, it looks different for mm -hmm. everybody. Some people have been oppressed severely their whole mm -hmm. life. And it's been years of, you know, attachments to demonic influence and so yeah. it's not just an easy fix where somebody may not come from a background that's as deep as yours yeah into uh things that are evil or not of god and you know it may be a quick fix for them yeah and it just you know different personalities types different everything is different so it's not one size yeah fits we're all different yeah and then what i've noticed and learned also is like what ha what have you done personally because yeah we can talk about the generational curses all we want yeah, I feel like that's always going to be there. But what have you gotten into? Mm -hmm. Because if you've been in, you know, terror and you've done, you know, you're into the new age heavy and you're into the occult. And so that means you're really working for the devil and you're you've given your giving your allegiance to the devil. That's what I believe, especially in like any occult activities, doing witchcraft and stuff. That stuff is really hard to, you know, get broken off of you and be set free from is what I'm learning mm -hmm. and hearing from other people's testimonies. And even from like the book um, that we're reading, uh, what is it? Demonic deliverance, deliverance from, from demonic curses yeah. and covenants. Like he was born into witchcraft and voodoo and it took him so long and such a battle and such a fight to get out of that. And so that's why that stuff is not a joke. And, you know, I know people probably see us that know us and um, or know of us and think, you know, we just real spiritual, weird or religious. No, this is not a game. This stuff is real. I'm I'm not. You can think. What yeah. You want. If you ain't seen a demon come out of you, you probably can't relate. And if you ain't seen. Yeah. You ain't seen the warfare, bro. I'm yeah. Trying to tell you, and, I'm talking about dreams, nightmares. And it's Our not, whole family yeah. has been attacked and mm -hmm. god has trained us how to fight and there's mm -hmm. only one way out and you have to fight and so you have to be equipped spiritually mm -hmm. and you got to be aware you can't be ignorant and walk around you know acting like this stuff ain't real yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and now that we understand the principles and how it works no you know i can't be involved i can't listen to beyonce and go to her concert and she is doing witchcraft and she's openly saying it openly practicing openly doing it at her shows and so she is confessing to be a witch and so i know somebody is like you know it's just music it's just this but when you uh, when you have eyes to see and ears to hear and god has shown you things you can't just do anything because you understand that not to give him power, but you understand that the devil does have power. And what would that do to me? And so it's just you need to be mindful because God set you free. And so now you really do need to have your allegiance with God. You mm -hmm. can't have one foot into the world and one foot with God. You got to pick a side because there's no in between. You either under the blood or under a curse. And I like that. That's what Pastor Ty has said. But that made me think of this. Another thing is. You want to keep your house clean. And so when you are going through deliverance, you these demons are coming out of your home, which is your body, which is your soul. And so out of their home, huh? you said out of your home. Oh, out of their home. But it's really your temple. Well, God's temple, but it's really your your temple. 
And so anyways, they're coming out and you want to keep yourself clean because they're going to, they've been studying, studying your bloodline for generations and um, you're the next, like you're next in line unless you got older, older kids, you, we're up next, right? Mm -hmm. And so Deja and Nicholas, we're doing everything to keep these generational curses going. We're doing everything to make sure that they open up this door again. Because when they come back, they want to come back stronger. And they're looking for their assignment is your home. I mean, is you. And so that's another thing. They have to go report to Satan. And yeah, what are you doing? Because your job was to keep Deja bound in fear. So anyways, I want to read this scripture when it talks about. Sorry. Where is it at? Which one? About one seven leap. Oh, okay. I have it broken down. It uh, starts in Matthew twelve forty three. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, so once you have the deliverance, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out, which is you. He believes you're his home, which is why they say, no, he's mine. And you hear silly stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Then he go, then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. And so with understanding that, with understanding, with, you know, falling back into that same sin, not that you not that it might not happen, but like when I say falling back into that same sin, it's like going into it and not caring, not being repent, not being repentful, not being, uh, I don't know if that's the word, not walking in righteousness, but like you just don't care. And that spirit comes back with seven more strong and you're just worse off. And it's like harder to live for god it's harder to mm. not live in freedom and it was no point if you having a deliverance yeah and now that uh i kind of mentioned this i want to talk about the church not really believing or even doing deliverance yeah why why do you think that uh so like, why that, do you think that it's like you know oh christians can't have demons that's what I was about to say. Yeah. That's what I was trying to uh, talking about earlier. Like when I said a lot of people struggle with if the spirit of God lives in me. How yeah, how can, can it? Yeah, evil uh -huh. spirit. How, like how can the two house together? Right. A lot of people think like when you receive the Holy Spirit, you get baptized. Like the spirit of God comes and evicts and anything everything. that's yeah. out of you, mm -hmm. um, which isn't the case. Yeah, it's um, not. Mm -mm. It's not the case. The thing that people don't understand is that Jesus came and he saved your soul. Mm -hmm. And so you can go to heaven. Yeah. And you can live your life oppressed by demons Bound, yeah. and still go to heaven. Yeah. Um there's still something that needs to be done as far as your physical body. Mhm. Mm it still needs to go through a, a process of deliverance mm -hmm. if you've been oppressed or are being oppressed. And um it's not as simple as just receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's the first step. Yeah, you do have to be saved. That's the first step um, to eternal life. But yeah. you can't just like it's not a 
everything is finished. Yeah. Like, okay, I got baptized. I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Oh, that's, well, that's, I'm good. that's yeah. not how it works. You still, there's still a process and there's still a lot that we don't understand. And I think a lot of it comes from, you know, spiritual pride. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want to re um, reflect and, and consider their behavior and don't want to think that they're oppressed or yeah, it you know be hard. Mm -hmm. and it can be a, it can be scary for those who have never witnessed it yeah you know it can be a lot yeah uh, it changed my life it opened up my eyes it was definitely a strange time in my yeah. life um, i didn't sleep for like four days <laughs> i wasn't afraid but it was just like bro i felt like i left the matrix or something like mm -hmm. yeah like it was your eyes will be open yeah um so yeah, but we see believers have demons in the Bible. Um, you yeah. can look at uh, Judas, for example, when they're at the Last Supper. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus said to his disciples, he said, um, well, he said to Judas, Satan has, he said it to all of them, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat. And then Judas was about to betray Jesus and he makes up in his heart he wants to betray him. Mm -hmm. And it says, then Satan entered Answered him. him. Yeah, so he opened up well, the Satan door. is not a human. Yeah. Satan is a spirit. So this is a spirit entering this mm -hmm. man of God. He was a disciple of, of Jesus. He walked with Jesus. He did deliverance with Jesus. He did miracles with Jesus. And he knew about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Satan enters him. How? Mm -hmm. Same thing with uh, Ananias, the one who lied to Peter. Mm -hmm. um, and Peter said, why have you allowed Satan to enter your heart? Yeah. Satan, once again, is not a human. Yeah. We see Mary Magdalene. Seven demons were cast out of her. Yeah. Another one who followed Christ. And so it's just, it's, um, the answers are in the Bible. I think it's it's easy to overlook when, yeah. you know, you're conditioned to think a certain way. Because I've grown up in church. I never heard about. Yeah, I think the, I think the narrative is. And you said you did grow up in church? Yeah. Oh, and see, like, I didn't. and But when I started you know, coming on this journey, you're around more church people and people who believe in God and you're following, you know, those platforms and stuff. I think just based off of, you know, my last few years of seeing everything, I think the narrative is that, you know, Jesus paid for it all. And so you're good. You can go jump off a bridge. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, you cannot jump, just jump off a bridge. You're just, yeah. and it's like, it's that abuse of grace as well. It's just yeah. like, well, Jesus did it all. You can go do whatever you want. And so, I mean, imagine just that mindset of, oh, I can I can drink and smoke and I can do a little bit of this and I can do a little bit of this because God forgives me. And he knows I'm not perfect and I'm trying. So imagine that mindset with about being pressed. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, wait. I know I'll be messing up a little bit, but he did come save my life. How can I have demons? And so... It, it, you really do have to read and you do and have to understand here's what i want to say the other thing that people misconstrue is that when people feel like they get the holy spirit that, they feel that, unstoppable that and powerful. that they're that they're immediately yeah, uh -huh. something new and that you like you got to understand the holy spirit will come in your brokenness yeah he and will. you still be a messed up per person oh, yeah. like uh mm -hmm. was it ephesians what? like paul was rebuking them and he was talking about how they were lukewarm they was you know, living in sexual immorality, yeah. and, you know, but temp, but he was encouraging them like the spirit that lives in you is you, greater yeah, than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they had the Holy Spirit, but they mm. were lukewarm and they were in sin and they were in bondage and doing everything opposite of what yeah. the fruits of the spirit were. Yeah. You even look at uh, King David. King David was a man mm -hmm. of God, a man after God's own mm -hmm. heart. This man commits adultery, 
murder, yeah, he murdered, uh, lies, and and doesn't repent, and then he finally gets convicted of his sin, and it was amazing what he says. He says, "Lord, take not your Holy Spirit away from me." Yeah, right. So it's possible to have the Holy Spirit and yeah. commit commit things and do things that go opposite of what the holy spirit yeah. wants us to do Your flesh, because yeah. you can still have a battle within yeah. of two different worlds two different spirits and which one you feed the most is going to be the one that dominates mm -hmm. so so david says don't take your holy spirit away from me you got the holy spirit and you just committed adultery murder and you lied yeah you know it's not about perfection i think people think when they get the holy spirit they you know, supernatural. Yeah, I ain't going I back to the world. I'm done. I'm doing this. I'm new. You and you are new. Yeah, you are technically. For sure. mm -hmm. But it's more of a process than you think. I think it is too know? for everyone. It looks a lot different for everyone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to say this. I don't think deliverance is for everyone. And so with that being so said, either. for the people who are like, you know, they do have the spiritual pride and all of that. I don't think. Some of them shouldn't, you know, pursue it because like how I read about the verse of seven more coming back even stronger. It's like it's not a it's not a get it's not a fix, fix it everything type of event. It's not that it's not like it's a work. It's a it's like going through its own process of its of therapy. Yeah. So it's like a therapy in another form. You know, when you go to therapy, you might be going for a year, for two years, and until you can just work it out. And that's what deliverance looks like. It You get into the root of stuff and you get it out of, out of you and you working it out. And so for some people, I, I say that, you know, it's not for everybody because you're not ready. You're not, you're not ready. You don't actually want it. You're just trying to you don't actually want to work towards it because now that for me and just to give you an example now that the rage is gone i don't feel that you know that demon on my back forcing me and really like controlling my anger and my rage mm -hmm. now it's like i'm still gonna get mad i'm a human okay i gotta retrain Deja, you don't get so fierce and so angry that you sin or that you do something you regret now i need to retrain my mind retrain my body because my body has been in that position it's been controlled by that spirit for however long i gotta reteach my body and reteach my mind okay when you start feeling this you need to step away you need to count you need to whatever um, therapy, because now this is where I feel like therapy is good to come in and, and godly therapy after deliverance to come in and help you retrain those things and give you um, alternatives so you can start to apply it. And so for someone who just wants to fix it all and get rid of my depression and Lord, just take it off from me. He doesn't take it off from you. He will help you. But what I've noticed about God, and this might just be my opinion, I want you to chime in. And God, He, we got to work. He's given us power, and so we have a work to do. Yeah. He doesn't just do it all for us as much as we want Him to just take it all away and let me just live in, you know, freedom. And it's not that we're not living in freedom, but 
he gave us command and it just makes me think of like with adam and stuff naming the animals and doing this and he gave us charge over the earth and so he's not coming down here to do it all he paid the price now you got to exercise it so now you got to go receive your freedom from jesus christ which means you got to accept him you got to excuse me you got to use the power and authority the luke 10 19 authority he gave you you got to read you got to i mean you got to you got to walk I think in of it, it like this deliverance is not just a snap of the finger yeah like it, now it is different it varies for each person you know some people might have a one session or an altar call and they get broken yeah, off yeah, of yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking um, about the process. You don't know how the spirit it. of God is going to move, but yeah. I do know just based off what we've experienced and hearing other people's testimony, it's like, imagine saying you want to lose 100 pounds, 150 pounds. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you know you want to lose this weight, but you have to commit to the things that mm-hmm. go with it. So you know you're going to have to change your diet. You're going to have to change your routine. You're going to have to change the things that you do with your your life yeah so if you want to be free and you know you're being oppressed and you want to be set free you got to understand mm-hmm. well this this is a a a, a work this is yes. a war like mm-hmm. i can't just say god set me free and then he snap his fingers you know i'm gonna have to get a deeper prayer life i'm gonna have to read my word and know my word i'm going to have to have faith i'm going to have to stay away from the things that got me into mm-hmm. the mess I was in. For example, if you you got a spirit of lust and God set you free from that, you can't go to the strip club. Mm-mm. You can't be watching anything on Instagram. You can't be watching movies that have sex scenes in them and and acting like you didn't just have that that demon afflicting you and and having you lust after women and wanting to masturbate and watch porn. Yeah. You can't do what you used to do, and so you got to be committed to. You might not be able to go with your friends. To that strip club you might not be able to watch what everybody watches you might have to limit your screen time are you going to be willing to do that you yeah. might have to memorize some verses to to recite when you want to have the urge to masturbate you want to mm-hmm. have the urge to look at women or men whatever you into yeah. uh, mm-hmm. so um just understand it's a process and it is a war yeah, and so is. you got to be dedicated and so um but the biggest thing about deliverance uh, some people just aren't just some people it's it's a lot and i'm it's nothing wrong with that like some people it is a hard to change their life from what they thought they knew it's like coming out of the matrix it is if you've seen the matrix some of them saw the real world outside of the simulation and they wanted to go back yeah knowing it was fake yeah some people just you know it's hard to be like man i have a demon i've been oppressed there's witchcraft there's witches there's warlocks it could be a lot and mm-hmm. so you're not wrong for not wanting deliverance. Yeah. Matter of fact, in the Bible, when Jesus went to uh, the land and he cast out a thousand demons, a thousand demons out of this one man, the whole community came and told him to leave. Yeah, they were fear. They were in fear. He just did a mm-hmm. deliverance. He did a miracle. He set this man free who was in bondage and they didn't want it because mm-hmm. it conflicted with what they had in the world. They wanted their money. They wanted their society to keep going how it was. They didn't want the supernatural. And Jesus didn't rebuke them. It's a free gift. He left. It's free. He left. And so we see Jesus, he leaves and he doesn't rebuke them. He doesn't scold them. He's not upset. He was just like, if y'all don't want this, fine, I'll take it elsewhere. But um, I just want to highlight to you, whoever's listening, that 
Jesus did come to set you free. And mm -hmm. so deliverance is the children's bread. It's a right to all yes. who give their life to Christ. Mm -hmm. When uh, the Samaritan woman comes to Jesus and she says, my daughter has a, a demon that's possessing her. Jesus said, I can't. It's not right for me to give the bread, the children's bread to the dogs. And what he meant by that is he came for his people. He came to give his people this. Mm -hmm. meaning deliverance he came to give this to his children it wouldn't be right to give it to outsiders and not his people and so what jesus was ultimately saying was i'm giving this to my people first and then eventually i'm going to give this to the gentiles and so now we are all god's people when we accept jesus as our lord and savior and so this is a gift this is uh something that we inherit you know and there's no price to pay yeah. for that he already paid for it and so freedom is your inheritance you yeah. are meant to be free and it's something that jesus has left you the ability to access if you like it yeah i do want to highlight this being oppressed by a demon and having demons live inside of you is like running a marathon with a weight vest on mm -hmm. and you know the goal of a demon is to make your race as aggravating and stressful mm. and tormenting as possible mm -hmm. so you're running this race you're running and trying to reach your goal which is heaven you're trying to receive the gift of eternal life and live a life that is worthy of you know going to heaven yeah mm -hmm. and on the way the the goal of the enemy is to steer you in the wrong direction yeah. is to to give you hurdles and yeah. make you struggle as much as possible to the point where you either turn around stop running you give up or you just limp your way to the finish line and you're so broken yeah. and yeah you get to heaven but you never fulfilled your purpose yeah. your family never fulfilled their purpose you never uh was the person that god meant you to be yeah. in fullness you know because we all have a calling and so you know just like one person abraham his destiny like controlled ours so to yeah. speak so you have a calling on your life too and mm -hmm. it's not just for you and your family and your kids and your grandkids it's for generations of people that you don't even understand and so what the enemy likes to do is uh stop that as much as possible and a lot of people start the race they they are christians they give their life to christ and then five years down the line you see that that fire's gone they don't even believe god is real anymore and that's not nothing but uh, demonic influence now not everything is a demon but no, that's yeah, their goal is to, demon, is to steer you away yeah, it makes me think influenced. of that pastor yeah uh on tiktok he died and he had a heart attack and he went to hell mm -hmm. and he came back to life but he said when he was in hell he got to see the demons that were down there and there was this human man that he saw being walked like he, a dog. his flesh was burning and he had a collar on and mm -hmm. his demon was walking him like a dog and he said like there was nobody speaking but like telepathically he knew in his spirit like this demon was with this man walking through the earth that while was he was alive yeah. and his assignment was to steer him and distract him and to keep him away from god as much as possible until he died because when he died this demon was going to reign and rule over him mm -hmm. for in eternity mm -hmm. and so uh demons are not playing fair they have no loyalty. They have no allegiance. Their goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. They yeah. have no other reason to be here. Yeah. And so I just want to highlight to that. Um, 
you know, it's something that you should take into consideration. It's not like uh, I'm trying to persuade you, oh, you need a deliverance. But yeah. uh, for those who may be skeptical, it's not just like, oh, I'll be fine. You know, oh, well, I do yeah. want you to understand the goal of important. the enemy. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important. And, you know, we did say some people just don't need it because they will be worse off. And that I'm saying that as a as in, you know, you matter. And so don't get yourself caught up in something you're not ready for. Mm-hmm. But I do still think you should pray about it. Seek it. Look after it. Because like you said, man, I would if I had to run it back, let's do this again. And. Like I said, I'm still in the process of deliverance, and so I'm I'm eager for my deliverance. I hate the devil. I do not like anything of the devil because he doesn't like us. He doesn't love you. This world doesn't love you, and he is infested this world. And I don't know, you know, if this is a saying everybody has heard, but he rules over the world. Everything of the world is really of him. So like the music and the the way of life, the culture, and how we try to find our identity. It's like a rat race, and it's like, it's a distraction. All of it is just a distraction to keep you away from God and keeping mm-hmm. the, keep you keep your mind so um, distracted and centered into like all these things of the world, and you miss out on, there is another world. You can experience heaven on earth. There is supernatural uh realm there is a battle going on there is angels around you god is working he does speak to you every single day and there's signs miracles and wonders and deliverance and there's real things those things are real because those things are gonna last you you, we're gonna go to heaven or hell and um that's what we're really gonna see and so the world to me equals his world because when you find yourself back into the world, it's just like, like I said, it's all a distraction and it's heavy because it's meaningless. Because like I said, we are going to all die one day and have to meet God and be faced with, are we going to heaven or hell based on how we lived our life? And the devil's going to try his hardest to use his kingdom, to keep you distracted, to keep you not knowing God, to keep you not mm-hmm. knowing why Jesus came and to keep you not to accept him and, and keep you church hurt, God hurt and all these things. That's what Paul said. Yeah. The goal of the enemy is to blind his people from seeing the light, yeah. which is Jesus, which is Jesus. So not only not you believe in, he doesn't want you to believe in Jesus, but he doesn't want you to be knowledgeable of Uh, the power that jesus has given you Mm -hmm. like i think that's the thing that the devil takes advantage of is is our ignorance it's like we don't even know that we fighting the devil and we think it's man i just have anger or man i just have yeah we think it's these normal things man this is just how i am or how my family is or yeah yeah, you know just you know everybody's this way you don't have to be that way it's not when you see these patterns that are not of god understand if it's not of god it's of satan and he has an agenda too for your life he has Mm -hmm. a plan too and so god has good plans for you god don't have a plan for everybody in your family to have cancer you got to understand that and open your eyes just like we talked about earlier when jesus cast out the demon and this lady's back was bent over yeah 
everybody's thinking she just born like that oh her back is hunched yeah it's a spirit behind that yeah mm-hmm. and so it's just you know being aware that it's a spirit behind everything either the spirit of light or darkness mm-hmm. and um you know just pray for discernment of which which one is in you and working in you yeah yeah for sure yeah. i really think i think that's important and so with that being said um you want to touch on anything else regarding i do want to deliverance? touch on something else yeah, go regarding ahead. deliverance i do <laughs> Uh, my go-to, my go-to is, you know, forget what we say, forget what your pastor oh, yeah. says, forget what your friends, your family say. You too. You all, man, yeah. yeah. Go to God. Yeah. Cause God might, he might say deliverance is for you and it's not. I don't get to speak for him. Yeah, you don't. I don't get to. But don't know, let them demons speak to them. You know, really see yeah, God really see and it. take this serious and, you know, Lord, uh, speak to me and you know set i want to be set free from this mm-hmm. reveal to me what what is uh keeping me in bondage mm-hmm. you know and cry out to him i know my own testimony when i uh fasted and prayed and sought god in prayer and desperation mm-hmm. i didn't have a pastor or yeah, somebody have. walking me through yeah. this literally i i felt the holy spirit yeah. nudging me like hey you know there is a sexual demon on you mm-hmm. and i was set free from it um now there was layers to my deliverance yeah. but that was the start of it and i was just in my room yeah and so for you it might look a different way but proverbs eleven nine says through knowledge the just shall be delivered and so your deliverance might come from gaining knowledge mm-hmm. read your bible mm-hmm. read your bible and see what the bible says about this don't just take anybody's word for it go mm-hmm. read what it says re- and you know build your relationship with god and question him lord reveal this to me um you know and pray and seek his face in regards to what you do i wouldn't recommend you just jumping around and going to jump into a deliverance or uh you know just jumping the gun i really think you should you know take it to god and trust him and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of the problems that we face can be solved through the word of god and we have to read it and pray for discernment and eyes to to see and ears to hear his word and and, you know understand what it's saying so i think that's that's a big go-to and i I always would recommend always take it to god always pray about it fast about it and trust that whatever your journey is god is going to set you free and wants to set you free Mm -hmm. more than you than you probably realize or that you want for yourself yeah no matter how hard the fight is because you know every everybody's process looks different looks different and there is different layers and just like with that being said i encourage you know you guys to do the same thing pray because pray and ask god because now that we have come you know this far it's so much information it's so much demon this demon that demon this and no not everything is a demon but like if you are um going through wanting and wanting to uh and desiring deliverance you're gonna start looking you're gonna start seeing it everywhere you're gonna start hearing about different spirits different names different this different that and it it can get overwhelming Mm -hmm. and really you just really need to hear god and for us i'm so thankful that it wasn't not that it was a bad thing but i'm just thankful that it wasn't like oh we found out about deliverance because youtube or because this or because that but literally because we were just seeking god 
Yeah. And he just started to reveal himself to us. And we like, okay, we, something ain't right. We got demons, but we don't know nothing about the spiritual realm. We don't even know nothing about the demons. We don't know nothing about names. We don't know that they manifest or anything. So yeah. I encourage you just to really, not that information isn't helpful, but not to be filled with so much of it and just really to let God guide you. Another thing is um, it isn't healthy just to, just find a deliverance minister and just jump right in. You gotta pray for discernment, and you do need God to lead you because um, with deliverance, that's why I really do like Ty, Pastor Ty, um, because he he talks about like it's not just well he didn't say this, but I'm saying this. It's not just come out. Now some instances, some events, and some deliverances just come on out. You need to come out. I don't need to know where you came from why you're there but like it is therapy it's a healing this is a soul you're a soul we're souls and and we're people and so um you need somebody who's not just trying to get it out but let's figure out you know hey why is this curse there jezebel why are you there because mm -hmm. if i think it's just jezebel okay now you just don't have to deal with the jezebel characteristics no Jezebel why are you there oh okay because this person did a curse now I know I can stay away from this person because they, if I'm gonna be right back around them they're most likely gonna keep doing the same stuff you see what I'm saying or I'm in danger of the devil and being in around him mm -hmm. okay and so I think that's important too because it's a lot of layers to deliverance it's you know you need to I feel like you need to know why Certain yeah. things are there. Okay, there's a generational curse of molestation on my bloodline. I need to know that so I can start praying that for my daughter and binding that and breaking that off of her life. And I need to understand what I'm battling with. Sometimes you do need to, like you said, you need to understand what you're battling with. Because if you're dealing with lust and you didn't even know it was lust was there, you back watching videos and you don't realize that the devil's about to try to tempt you, try to ease you to open back that door. And so I think those things are mindful. Yeah. And so, yeah, just really be prayerful. Really ask God and um, he will set you free. He will. And I think I'm actually I don't love the process, but I'm starting to appreciate it because it hasn't been quick. No, you know, God has started revealing this to us like three years ago. And so. You know, he kind of introduced us to us slowly and then it mm -hmm. just kind of got faster and faster. Now it's like, you know, normal, mm -hmm. but um, just the way that it's been, it hasn't been a quick fix, yeah, which has, has caused us to depend on him and yeah. to trust. And now we're learning and, and we're built up yeah, and yeah. equipping ourselves because mm -hmm. it's one thing to just free you. But now when you have knowledge and understanding, these are things that you can teach and help others and yeah. you share your testimony um, but I just want to encourage wherever you are on your journey, trust that God wants you free. And the way that he goes about it is the best way. Yes, because he Sometimes understands. Sometimes we think, oh, yeah. just, well, just set me free then, Lord. I want to <laughs> be free from the addiction. Mm -hmm. And the addiction might be the thing that he needs to get mm -hmm. whatever he needs out of you. And so it may be slower than most. Or you might have a friend or a family member and they said one prayer and it's like their whole life changed. <laughs> that's not you yeah and you mm -hmm. have to trust the process and yeah. that's hard and i'm we're in it and some yeah, days mm -hmm. i'm like lord i don't want to experience these dreams and have no no 
warfare and bondage and you know deal with things like this but that's not the i don't get to change my destiny and what god has for mm -hmm. me but i do have to change my mindset and mm -hmm. so i'm grateful that he's walking us through this and it's slow because you do get to see what you're up against and so mm -hmm. when you know i never knew nothing about the enemy now i understand like there's demons there's generational curses there's bloodline curses there's you know witchcraft curses it's all types of things that you just walking around through life ignorant of and so that's when proverbs 11 says through knowledge the just shall be delivered now i know how to read my word and combat the attacks of the enemy or and uh witchcraft and things that may try to affect me and my family and you know so it's just it's just you got to trust the process that's all mm -hmm. and for it's sure. hard it's easier said than done but you know everybody's different yeah for sure and for like us i really feel like god is building us up and so if you have like a, a crazy calling in your life to go and do the will of god and be hands-on like we have already started being and doing you will he will take you through some things so you can learn and so i really feel like you know if you are feel like you're going through some of the same similar things we kind of mentioned and you feel like it's just been like god when when is my time when is my season of you know i don't have to even deal with any of it anymore just keep trusting keep fighting because he's building you up for greatness and you're probably being fought really hard because of your calling and your destiny and so i just want everybody to stay encouraged yeah mm -hmm. oh and i keep getting things to say um on your journey and to freedom and you know you're praying for god to break things off of you and you're fasting and praying and you're believing and it seems like nothing's working that's a lie all mm -hmm. right that's the, one of the biggest things the enemy does is he tells you this ain't working it, that's in vain i'm still here i'm still working mm -hmm. and so you may be uh praying for god to to deliver you to heal you and it's like you seeing no progress or you do see progress and then it goes back you got to understand you know the things that you're up against some of it's not just you know some measly spiritual <laughs> attachment this might yeah. be in your bloodline for generations and thousands of years that you have no idea that's why you want to get and to so, the root of it you know you're trying to remove this blemish that's on your bloodline yeah and it's been there and so it's not just easy to just be like leave mm -hmm. you know it's a process and you might uh loosen the the yokes and loosen the bondage and then it tries to reattach itself even tighter and you know it's a process so you got to trust that god wants to set you free and think about job think about job and think about the disciples like think about this for real when it comes to spiritual warfare Satan had to get permission to do everything mm -hmm. that he wanted to Job. He had to go ask God. So everything that Satan is doing and has done had to pass through the fingers of God, through the mind of God. And there's nothing that is that's not that's not supposed to be there that he doesn't know about. Does that make sense? Like yeah, he's right. not caught off guard by nothing that devil yeah. does. You are, but God ain't like, oh shoot like he's yeah. not caught off guard so trust me god knows and so he is a god that says if you call out to him he will rescue you and you will honor him and so when when jesus says satan has asked to sift you like wheat what do you think he had to ask for <laughs> yeah 
because i'm because i'm god yeah. so like it got to pass through me first mm -hmm. and so you got to understand that so that's think about everything you're going through it passed through god's fingers first and he knows what you're going through he's not caught off guard he's not surprised and he's not afraid you mm -hmm. may be you may be but trust me mm -hmm. god is all-knowing all-powerful and he wants to set you free and yeah. you just got to know that and trust that yeah sounds good do you want to say a prayer or do you have more sorry no that's it you want to pray me pray yeah okay I'll pray. you want me to pray no i will i'll pray you pray and then i'll pray all right me first oh my gosh do you want me to go first <laughs> go all ahead right. well father god we just thank you um we plead the blood of jesus over everyone that's watching this Lord, we just thank you for this platform to be able to uh, share our testimony and share what you've done. And Father God, you said that you are no respecter of persons. So I pray that the same uh, anointing, Father God, that followed us and led us into being set free and to getting knowledge will flow through this screen um, to whoever is watching this, Father God, wherever they are in the world. I pray that you um, don't just set us free, but you set them free. And Lord, I, I, I cancel every assignment of evil over their life right now in jesus name every lie that is telling them that they won't be free every voice that is speaking anything contrary to your word or what you have over their lives i cancel it in the name of jesus and i just thank you father god that um, your word is true it says through knowledge the just shall be delivered so i pray father god that you equip your people with knowledge that you give them discernment to read and understand your word and you speak to them through their word for whatever it is that they're depending on you for. I also thank you, Lord, for encouraging whoever it is that's watching this that feels like they won't be free, that their life is over, like it's hopeless and like there's no way they, they can get free. Lord, I thank you for breaking the lie off of their life right now that is telling them they will never see the manifestation of your word and the freedom that you've declared and already given us. Lord, you said deliverance was the children's bread. And so, Father God, you said what child that calls on his father for a loaf of bread would, would receive a stone or what father would give his child a stone or a snake. And so, Lord, when we call on you for freedom, we call on you for deliverance. I pray right now that you will be a keeper of your word and that you will honor the things that your children ask you for. And so, Lord, if we keep asking, we know that you will deliver us and you will set us free. And so I just thank you for giving us strength, courage and uh, being a, a promise keeper. And so, Lord, we just thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this podcast episode. We thank you that we have a platform the two share our testimony and we pray that our testimony will bless others heavenly father we pray that eyes and ears will be open to deliverance to um seeking your freedom to um a new way of life in you heavenly father i pray that you know revelation and knowledge will be uh gifted to people and they will start to be able to see the fruitlessness and the troubles and the things that they are facing aren't just, you know, just things that are happening, but really it's, it's the devil working against them and they will, their eyes will be open to start to come back 
and come against the devil through your power, Heavenly Father. And I just thank you for everyone's freedom who is seeking you right now, Lord. I just thank you for their complete and 100% freedom and deliverance in the name of Jesus. And I just cover every listener in the blood of Jesus. And I just thank you again for their freedom. And I just thank you, Father God, for all that you have done for us, for dying on the cross and for your blood sacrifice. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. All right, we'll see y'all next week for another episode. Thanks for tuning in.